From WebmasterRadio.fm, the official radio network of the PRSA, welcome to PRSA Primetime, featuring exclusive news, highlights, and interviews. Reporting on location from the PRSA trade show floor, here is your host. This is Maria Retan with Webmaster Radio, and I am at PRSA International Conference, and with me today is Bob Garfield, columnist with Advertising Age, also commentator of NPR's On the Media, and the author of a new book called The Chaos Scenario. Now, Bob is also headlining um, today's luncheon, keynote luncheon, and we'll be talking about his new book. Welcome. Thank you very much. Well, really happy to have you. You know, media is something that's near and dear to my heart. I spent 15 years in television news before I came to the dark side of public relations. And um, in your new book, it looks like you take on the media uh, pretty critically. Can you talk about it? Well, it's not that I'm complaining about the media. Uh, The premise of the book is that I love and cherish the news media and the entertainment media and this fantastic symbiosis of mass media and mass marketing that has just given us so much for something like 350 years. Unfortunately, uh, the the financial underpinnings, the business models of both mass media and mass marketing are being destroyed by the digital revolution, and they will be mutually sustaining no more. They're decoupling. The yin and the yang are flying apart, never to be rejoined, and uh, fundamentally, in many, many ways, we are all like totally screwed. Yeah, because now the fourth estate really doesn't exist, right? And then we're we're left with individuals attempting to give us truth that may not necessarily be trained to do so? Well, you know, that's one problem. I mean, I would rather have all of the professional trained journalists of the world in the blogosphere to depend on. Things will percolate up to to uh, to in some ways replace what we are losing with in the newspaper industry. Uh, some things about digital connectivity give enterprising reporters uh, opportunities to do kind of investigative work that never would have uh, been around in a pre-digital age, like crowdsourcing, where you can essentially deputize hundreds or thousands of individuals to help you uh, go through documents to, to uh, root out a story. So that's kind of good. Uh, and some newspapers will survive. Uh, but, it, you know, it's not just the newspaper business and, you know, whatever it's the, the havoc that it is undergoing right now and whatever the effects on our democracy, that's not the end of, of the destruction. I mean, we're going to lose network television. We're going to lose commercial radio. Public radio has some problems. The cable TV business is not sound. All of the things that we have so taken for granted as being kind of like our birthright forever, uh, cannot sustain themselves. I mean, they're just not going to have enough revenue coming in to to uh, continue to produce the high quality content uh, we've we've come to expect. And it's happening already. It's not like this is you know some weird uh, apocalyptic prediction for the future. We're in the middle of this process. And if you don't believe me, check NBC at ten o'clock on Wednesday, uh, ten o'clock at night. Uh, on weekdays, because it's a talk show, and uh, scripted dramas and sitcoms are, you know, all but disappeared, and uh, uh, the the forces of chaos are 
are already uh, at work. Isn't one of the hallmarks of a quote-unquote civilized society is that you have an independent media to be a watchdog over that society? What happens then uh, without that? Well, I fear for a society without a, uh, without a fourth estate. Uh, you know, there's a lot to be said for the power of the crowds and for the resourcefulness of the crowds. Uh, I am concerned about, you know, what happens in the absence of major news organizations or, or just grotesquely retrenched cable news, uh, I'm sorry, the news organizations. You know, I, I think what we can see of is, uh, what we'll be seeing a lot of is what has happened to cable news. I mean, there there is no news in cable news, or very little. It's just all shouting from highly politically inflected uh, uh, shouting and opinionating and bloviating and it's uh, you, you don't really learn anything except uh, the the propaganda of people from the left as you know MSNBC and on the right at, at Fox and CNN isn't much better to tell you the truth so uh, I mean if that's if that's what retrenchment is going to cause we our democracy is in big trouble but again, the digital revolution, while it's going to destroy so much of what what we've come to expect from our media on the journalism side and the entertainment side, it's also going to create a lot of opportunities. And I mean, it is, after all, the largest repository of content ever even imagined by man. In fact, it's never imagined by man because who a dozen years ago who could have imagined, for example, YouTube, YouTube, and. Uh, so there's a lot out there, and it behooves us now to to uh, sort it out, you know, via aggregation of various kinds, and to somehow uh, for for some high, really good stuff to percolate up, and uh, maybe 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 turn into an ongoing business. Although that's going to be really hard. Media, the. the, the this revolution will not be monetized. You know, it's interesting, I think, for the longest time, especially if you look at the boomer generation and even late Gen Xers, they took for granted that the information they were getting across the airways was the undeniable truth. Well, now there's a lot of different truths out there. Do you think then the onus is on the consumer of that information to discern and ferret, and are we capable of doing that? Uh, well, yeah. The second question is the more trenchant one. You know, it's always the onus has always been on us to not believe everything we read. But of course, you know, there's a continuum of credibility. And let's say the New York Times is, you know, somewhere close to ten, and let's just say, from my perspective, Fox News is somewhere around three, and uh, the government press release is somewhere around four, and uh, you know, I don't know what zero is, but. Uh, we've always had, I mean, if you're, if you're paying attention, you should always be doubting every single thing you read. And uh, that responsibility has always belonged to the reader. That said, in, our culture is so polarized now, and everything is so ideologically inflected, and people have learned to, to debate uh, in, in ways that just are so devoid of intellectual honesty. It's all about looking at things through the prism of your own worldview. And every fact, uh, even, even God's truths, even laws of physics are, are, are somehow politicized. Uh, science and, uh, is politicized. And uh, it, you know, in that environment, it's hard, to, you know, it's hard to be certain that we will, as a, as a society, be able to sift through the 
through online news and journalism and opinion and be able to process it properly, to, to be able to, to vet what's coming in for truth, credibility, reliability, etc. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be a challenge. I mean, I, uh, I've been a journalist for decades. I have a lot of faith in the process. And it is flawed. In fact, I make half of my living, exactly half of my living, finding the flaws as a, as a co-host of On the Media. But uh, I tell you, it's a lot more trustworthy than what the digital world has provided thus far. But, you know, that doesn't change anything. Just because we need journalism, just because we need new episodes of Lost, doesn't mean we can have them. I really needed and loved and cherished my mom and dad. They're dead. Well, on that hopeful note, we will uh, we'll wrap up the interview. Bob Garfield, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to exclusive coverage of the annual Public Relations Society of America's International Conference, only on webmasterradio.fm.